Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Episode 133. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted with none of that Star Trek Five aftertaste. And now here are your hosts, Brad, Frank, and Bill. And that's why that's why you don't need a jar full of mayonnaise in one sitting. That's why. Because you will pay for it the next day. My yeah. arteries hurt just thinking about yeah. it. It was fun. Like mm-hmm. the first the first couple spoonfuls were fun, but Well, and you won that bar bet. And yeah. that's what's really important. Yeah. Yeah, I did. But at what cost? At what cost? Hey, well, not not to be on a on a downer. I just realized something. I forgot to mention something last show. Um you guys know Rodney Rodney Goggins? Rodney Goggins. Goggins, yeah. yeah. He poor guy's in the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. You know about that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Went yeah. to see him. We, the uh, yeah, I saw him yesterday too. Yeah. Yeah, I went to I went to go see him uh oh gosh, it was yesterday the day before. He was uh he was so out of it I uh wrote him a uh wrote him a little note and he's a he enjoys the uh, the the fine game of golf. Mm-hmm. And so I uh I I just coincidentally had some golf tees in my pocket, seriously. And um, so I uh, punched one of the golf tees through the other uh, note I left him, mm. and uh, hopefully that can be his anchor. So I brought him. I brought him some donuts and get well um, soon. Um, actually, one of our one fried, of our fried catfish. I don't know if that was a good idea. Oh, cool! One of our uh, and and a jar of mayonnaise. I yeah, assume. Yeah. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Johnny, uh, one of our buddies, Johnny uh, said he talked to him today. Yeah, I got and the said he was okay. Snicker. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, and he said that uh, he said he he didn't sound. Uh, he didn't sound ready to, to bust out, but uh, he he was he was at least there. So I saw him thing. Thursday night at uh, the Plano Hospital before he got moved to the yeah. other. And uh, he uh, Harley and I went, and he mm-hmm. knew who we were, and I was making him laugh, even though he couldn't laugh a whole lot. You know, just yeah. he basically <laughs> had a, an aneurysm, and he's like, "Why are we yeah. even talking about this on the show?" I just, I wanted to bring it up. I mean, he's a good guy, and I just yeah. kind of felt bad for me and, yeah and i, mean, I want yeah. to be healthy and it seems know, like uh, it seems like he's had a little more health problems than he than anybody should have you yeah. know yeah anyway good he's luck. a fairly young guy and he's fairly healthy yeah. guy well you know fairly healthy guy but just these crazy health problems anyway yeah. okay let's move on let's talk about dcbs or in stock or one of our sponsors um, which one do you want to talk about? How about InStock? Okay. I've had to, to force myself to not place an order. Yeah, I know you I've can. sent you guys a couple of emails like, hey, I'm thinking about doing an InStock trades order. And you guys are like, yeah, I'm interested. Let me get back to you. And okay. Then, and then you have it, and I've been silently thankful. Mm-hmm. You know, but if anybody doesn't know what InStock trades is, you're stupid. You're stupid. Yes. Up to 37% off uh, your trades and hardcovers uh, from DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, Image, 
a plethora of other publishers. A plethora? A plethora. <laughs> Boom Studios, IDW, Marcosia, Oni Press, Dynamite. Wally's Publications. Tomorrow's. Jennifer's Boomsa. Publications. Viper Comics. Square Peg Top Publication. Shelf. Boom's putting out some interesting stuff these days. They're uh, they're doing a lot of uh, uh, doing a lot of recreations of popular things. I mean, aren't they doing like Muppet and uh, yeah Muppets? Aren't they, and aren't they doing that? And do androids dream of electric sheep? Isn't that? Boom? I think so. I, I know they're doing um, they're like, they're know, doing some know. kid stuff too. Like they're doing the Incredibles. Uh, they're doing the Incredibles. They're doing oh, yeah. Cars, uh, yeah, which, I, which Sage what? loves. I just realized Sage looks cars. like Dash. He does. Doesn't he? <laughs> we used, he we does. used to call him Dash before he started going dirty blonde on us. <laughs> he does. You know, I think Sage looks bullets. like. I think oh, yeah. Sage <laughs> looks like. Um, uh, I've been dying to get this on my chest. I keep. I keep mentioning this to Sash over and over again. I know it's getting old by now, but she doesn't get the reference, so I keep hitting her with it. Um, I think he looks like the uh, the kid from uh, Close Encounters. Ice cream. Ice cream. Yes, he does. A little bit. He does. Yep. So I was just going to say. Hundred Bullets Volume Thirteen is the top seller this week. Volume Sticker 13. price twenty dollars. You can get it for twelve dollars and fifty nine cents. I got that excellent. first trade and I liked it. I think I'm going to slowly accumulate Hundred Bullets. Okay. Oh gosh. And uh, there is a Alan Moore. I think it's Alan Davis. Mm-hmm. Captain Britain Omnibus that has just come out recently. Um, it's ninety nine dollar. Sticker price, but you can get it for sixty two ninety nine. I've always been interested in uh, the, the Captain Britain thing. <clears throat> if you order that one book, you get free shipping because orders of fifty dollars yeah. or over is free shipping. And in yeah. stock I'm trades. telling you guys, easy to spend fifty bucks in stocktrades dot com. Yes. Yeah, especially if you're a trade person. If you're waiting for the trade, go there. Okay. So, Brad, we have uh, we have a theme show today, kind of a theme. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had something on my something that's been. Uh, it's been weighing heavy on me, and we decided to make it a bit, and we decided to <laughs> we decided to turn it into something. Uh, yeah, actually, you decided it was a good idea. It apparently wasn't that grave an idea because when I told you about it, you got this glazed <laughs> look on your face. Yeah, but I do that oh, all the time. Um, like when I'm I'm when I'm in court and they're telling me what to do, I just kind of huh. What we're gonna do is confess to things. Okay. Okay. Oh. Um, we're gonna, you know, open the open the the curtain. We're gonna step out from behind the curtain and okay. and admit to things we that plan on breaking the fourth wall or something here. As far as you know, people's preconceived notions of us, yes, I suppose Ooh. so. Okay. Okay. Um, now there's a twist, though. Every good bit needs a twist. And what's the twist, Brad? The twist is, I'm gonna confess to two things, but only one of them's gonna be true oh bill's going to confess to two things but only one of them is going to be true likewise with frank and you the listener the faithful bored out of your mind listener mm-hmm. the wasters my problem is i've got like 37 things in this list and they're all true <laughs> you're gonna have Should to make I up narrow this down a little bit yeah you're gonna have to make up one that's fake all right uh the first people that email in with uh the right guesses. The right guesses will win something from the HHW prize closet. And they're finally going to get that meatballs DVD they've been wanting. <laughs> and this is how we'll, I'm going to I'm going to make the the emailing process a little more difficult than it probably should be, but it'll help my brain uh, get the winners straight. Okay. If you you if you as a listener have a guess for all three of us, you're going to send three separate emails. Oh. One with uh, the subject 
Brad confession or Brad's confession, okay. Frank's confession, wow. Bill's confession. What? Three different emails. And that way I know the first person that sends me a Bill confession mm-hmm. that happens to be the right guess, mm-hmm. they're the winner of that. Wait a second. Oh, so okay. so someone could win someone the, so someone would get may get Bill's right and they'll win a prize but not get mine right, mm-hmm. right and not get yours right. That's correct. They're going to send three different emails. I don't want the same person to win. <laughs> okay. This is just the way my brain is going to. Okay. It's going to. It's a lot of work. No, it's not. It's three emails. Should we change that? Should we? Well, it's, already out, it's already out in the ether, so let's keep it. Okay. Good word. So we'll keep it. Okay. Let's pretend uh, the Crippled Avenger is listening. Okay. Actually. Hi. No, let's not pretend because we know he is. Let's pretend Ethan Van Skyver's listening. Okay. Uh, okay. I would like to pretend that. And he wants to, to win some free stuff. Okay. He listens to the episode and he thinks, okay. I think I know which ones are the correct, which yeah. ones are the true stories. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to send an email that says Brad's confession. I'm going to say Brad's true confession was this. Okay. Send. Okay. Now, I'm going to send one for, for Frank. Frank's confession, subject line. Body of the email. Frank's true story was this. Send. Okay. And then do the same for Bill. Okay. Are we going to note these as like uh, number one and number two well, so they can just say, hey, number one was the one or something? No. no. When they'll come in chronologically in the email box. Okay. And then I'll be able to know who guessed it first. Cool. Does that make sense? All right. And if somebody doesn't give a rat's behind what my true confession is, they don't have to play that. You know, they don't have to enter that one. Okay. I realize this. I'm making this much more difficult than it should be. It's okay. But I don't mind. I don't care. <laughs> I'm no. good with it. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> I can't keep my 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 eyes off Mamma Mia. Oh boy, I can. Is that what you're calling the professor these days? <laughs> no. <laughs> Mamma Mia is on the TV. Is anybody even watching that or can we shut I don't it off? No, why? I don't know why it's on out there. Give me five, man. Give me five, little man. Sage. He's freaking out. Well, you know why? It's because he's had half a box of Crunch Berries. Hey, he's wearing a Watchman t-shirt. He is? Yeah. Yeah, he's wearing a Happy Day Oh, okay. <laughs> All he has to do is spill a little ketchup on it. Let's say I'm pretty sure that predates the Watchman, but... Uh, All right, here we go. Okay, you guys start off? I've got another confession to make. All right, thank you, Dave Grohl. Um, this has been weighing heavily on my mind, and so you guys know that, that I have... Uh, I swore off purchasing um, Amazing Spider-Man comics. Yes. Right? Well, I swore off purchasing them. Mm-hmm. I didn't swear off reading them. Aha. Uh-huh. V- verbally, I didn't swear it off. In my mind, I did swear it off. But I never outright said, I'm not going to read them. Right. And I didn't. How, okay. how long has it been since one more day? I don't know. A year, maybe? A year? Two months ago, I started reading... The Amazing Spider-Man, uh, okay. the copies of them. Okay. Okay. Started reading them. Fair enough. Um, some were okay. Some were good. You know. Well, um, I really liked seeing John Romita Jr.'s art on a couple yeah. of the arcs. Um, I really kind of got sucked into part of the story. Good old JRJR. Especially the last um, story arc that went through there, American Son. Had to do with Harry Osborn and okay. versus Norman Osborn. Mm-hmm. All right. Good stuff. Well, I hold in my hand 
a copy of Amazing Spider-Man number 600. Really? Yeah. Um, I haven't, haven't even laid hands on that thing yet. This is not um, a friend's copy. Okay. This is my copy Ooh. Okay. Uh, that I purchased with my own money. Okay. I swore I'd never do Man, this. You, you plumped you plunk down uh, quite a few coins to get that, too, didn't you? $5.40. Wow. American. Oh, that now, just kills I swore me, I'd man. never buy this until they reversed the events of One More Day. Right. Okay. But here I hold in my hand a copy of uh, Amazing 600. Uh, you know, so you, what was the you, deciding you for factor? A couple years. I was hoping against hope that, uh, with a beautiful John Romita Jr. cover, by the way. Yes. I was hoping against hope that things would go back to the way they were in this issue. Okay. That's what spurred me. And, and okay. the fact that it's like 300 pages of John Romita Jr. art. Is it all J.R.J.R.? JR? Um, the main story is all J.R.J.R. JR, cool. Which takes up more than half of that issue. And it's a book. Right. I mean, it's, a, it's, it's big. Um, so, yeah. I did something I swore I'd never do, which was... Or I, I say never. I, swore, I did something I swore I wouldn't do. Okay. Which was purchase an Amazing Spider-Man comic. Ah. Uh, reading this, does this make you want to continue reading? Continue buying? Um, continue buying, no. Okay. Um, like I said, I, I, why did I buy that one? I was hoping against hope that this big anniversary issue would would be yeah. the answer to my prayers. And I know your next question is, well, why didn't you just wait to read your, your friend's book or whatever? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to wait. I was so excited because I knew that things were going to go back to normal in this big anniversary really? issue. It was just faith, or did you have some reason to think My that? My gut told me it was going to happen. Fair enough. So, um, you know, that's the big reveal right there, that splash page that you're looking okay. at. You know, okay. but will I continue to read it? Yes, but Marvel's not getting my any more of my money until so, One More Day was reversed. Now... Because that, that, that's, that's a curious combination to, I'm so mad at Marvel at what they did, but yet I'm still reading it. I know you're not giving them money, but you're still reading it. It's I, not Peter Parker's fault that they did this. Right. It's not Spider-Man's fault that they did this. It's Joey Q's fault well, that they I did mean, this. Well, I mean, Spider-Man isn't... Here you go. Spider-Man and, isn't... I mean, he's a character in a in a Marvel universe that a company owns. He he's not an he, he's not a standalone. You know, it's like being part of an organization, and and you're saying, well, it wasn't my fault because you know I just did what my boss yeah. told me to. I mean, he's just doing what his boss Man. tells him to do. Who's he? Spider Man. Right. That's my point. So it's not yeah. his fault that. But but I mean, he's being a good soldier by doing what they tell him to do. I'm wow. reminded of, of a line from Aliens when uh, Newt says, mm-hmm. Ripley, uh, I forget what her doll's name was. Mm-hmm. Her doll, does, she doesn't have dreams because she's just a piece of plastic. Yeah. Uh, ooh, Spider-Man, uh, you know, it's just a drawing on a page. Right. My point is. But, by, but you're still, in a very indirect way, supporting it because you're still following storylines. You're still... You know, you get that knowledge. You talk to other people about it. You have these conversations. Shouldn't you not support him at all and let it go away and die so maybe they'll reinvent him? Because you're still investing in this character, whether you're buying products, whether you're talking about them, you're creating buzz. 
That's a noble idea, but you know that one person. I think you somehow create some kind of groundswell of grassroots support. One person's not going to do anything. I mean, well, can, I, I mean, I, I, I know, I know, and and, and I agree and, with. And I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I'm, but I'm just putting to think, it out there. I'm I happen to think it, you're way off base. Okay, that's like that's like um, because when you say you're when you say I'm so mad that I want nothing to do with this, I don't know that I that said you, that. What you I were said, pretty angry, though. I was angry, and what I said was I would not buy another issue of Amazing Spider-Man until they reversed what happened. Okay. And at that point, I didn't want to read it. I didn't want to read it. And then as the anniversary approached, 600, I started to think in my gut, it's going to happen. I just knew it. And maybe I was just, and maybe I need a blue ring, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just hoping against hope. And so I thought... And again, you had no reason to think that was actually going to no, happen. No, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I mean, the, the most... Spider-Man. Who is that? Spider-Man. That's right. The most we'd ever been told about this issue was that <laughs> that somebody was going to get married. Okay. And there was a teaser image. In oh. fact, Peter Rios called it. He said it's not... He said it's not uh, Peter Parker. The, and... and the way the the way the the image was, the, part of the names were blocked, so it could have been Peter Parker and Mary Jane Watson, mm-hmm. but really it was May Parker and J. Jonah Jameson, or J., J. John Jameson, whatever his dad's name is. But anyway. Oh, okay, senior. Gotcha. The, mo- the most we ever were told was that somebody was going to get married, but part of me, deep down inside, felt, okay, it's going to happen. So I know I'm going to want to read it, but... I'm such a continuity buff that I said I have to go back and read all of it from one more day on. Really? So, so and I knew have... I was going to want to read it, but I didn't. I didn't plan on buying it. But then when that day came, and I thought, okay, I'm just going to buy it because I don't want to wait another couple days to read this because okay. I know deep in my heart that the effects of one more day are going to be reversed in this anniversary issue. Of course, I was wrong. So you're still going to read it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, here's another little bit of, a, I guess I could continue the whole confession thing. You know, I've, my stand from the beginning was you could tell these stories without changing, um, you know, the marriage and getting rid of the marriage. Well, the fact is that some of the stories have, have actually been pretty good. Okay. All right. And another reason why I'm continued to, to why I do want to continue to read it is because in the in the the books the issues since the one more day thing they've started to drop hints here and there that Peter knows what happened to him that you know like he revealed his identity to the Fantastic Four and he said yeah. once you see my face it'll all come back to you you're gonna remember everything. Okay. And he pulled his mask off, and they were like, oh, yeah. It's good to see you, Pete. Wow. Because before he did that, Johnny Storm was like, I know I've seen your face. I know I know you. I know I used to know your name. But for some reason, I don't remember any of it, and I can't explain it. Thank you. And I'm upset about it. So you've said hmm. that the, some of the stories are good. Some why are good. Why won't you buy it, then, if they're good? 
I mean, don't you want to? Don't you want them to continue writing good stories? Because that's how you support a good book. You buy the book. I want. I want the marriage back. There was but, absolutely but, but no the reason. The books are good. Not all of them. But I well, I any comic ha- book run is going to have a. That's a true. Dip. That's true, and that's a very valid point. And yes, you're making me. I wouldn't say putting me on the spot because. Well, I, we got to think through it. We got that, because you're you have an argument me on something that that need that I need to to back up with with words and i guess part of it is you know i want it the way it was mm-hmm. there was no reason to change it in the first place yeah but you read it because you still want to know i do want to know i have started reading it because i want to know but until it goes back to the way it was i'm not giving marvel any of my money for it so you're not buying issue 601 no. i'm not going to buy issue 601 now enough. marvel isn't a vacuum they have other titles too. I mean, you're reading other I Marvel mean, stuff, oh, yeah, yeah. But and and I'm and, not going to purchase any other Spider-Man titles. Yeah, but I mean, Joey. I mean, Joey Q doesn't just support that. He made a change in that book, but there's Marvel all across the board. I, I love mean, Ghost Rider book. Mm-hmm. I love New Avengers. Dark Avengers is getting better. Cool. Daredevil is phenomenal. Captain America has been phenomenal. I'm very excited for the new Moon Knight series that's coming out. I am happy with most of everything I read from Marvel. I'm happy to give them my hard-earned money to mm-hmm. entertain me in that way. And you're giving Joey Q that money. And you're saying... I'm saying, in, in Joey sense, Q, I'm saying thank you for Moon Knight. Thank you for the Avengers. Thank you for the Punisher. Thank you for whatever. Yeah. I have not said thank you for Spider-Man, with the exception of buying this one yeah. issue. Because I just knew, like I said, I knew it was going to come back to, anyway. Well, I don't mean to be too cynical, but there's a point, too, where saying, well, I'm not going to get something I really want to get because I've got to make a point. It's just, you know, it's just spiting yourself. No, I mean, pe- you're just, people do that all the time. I mean, that's that's how revolutions start. That's how campaigns start, you yeah. know, and people just say no, and that's it. I mean, if enough but, people, you know, did what Brad does and does not yeah. buy Spider-Man and Spider-Man sales dip... And they look into it, and they go, why is this happening? Because it's always been our bestseller. And they ask, and they go, well, you know what? The marriage thing. Guess what? They're going to change it. But if you don't, if you don't, you, you just shouldn't read it, is my point. Because that, cause what do you do? You get on forums. You talk on forums. You talk to people about it. That spurs their interest. They want to go out and set it. You don't advertise something that you don't want to succeed. Or you talk about how you bad it is that other, you don't want it to succeed. Other or you than, don't want it to change. Other than my confession, have you heard me talk about Amazing Spider-Man since one more day? Yes, you have. I've heard you talk about it before. In what capacity? In emails and stuff. Yeah, but maybe it's because I'm saying I wish it would go back to the way it was. Or yeah. or maybe I, maybe I have said, hey, can you guys tell me what's going on in Amazing yeah. Spider-Man or whatever. I love the guy. I've always loved him. Yeah. But I'm not going to give Marvel my money for it if they're doing something with if it that I really don't. If you really want him to be back the way he was, hey, frankly, you got you to draw a, a line in the sand. I mean, if you enjoy it, keep buying it. That's uh, really what it comes down but, to. I, I did but, draw a line well, in the sand yeah. when I said I'm not buying any more Spider-Man comics. Yeah, and, and um, you know, there's 
personal, you know, you got to be able to look at yourself in the mirror. So, you know, personal credibility, whatever. Um, but Bill, but, uh, but what, Bill you're, what you do is you, uh, thank you. Is that uh, glass? What you do, it is. Uh, <laughs> what you do is uh, you, God, God, hard to concentrate. Um, you protest like you did. You know, and we'll continue to do good and get the word out. But that doesn't mean you can't. I mean, you know, it, it makes it makes sense for you to not buy the Spider-Man title. But if at any point you decide that you want to start buying it again, then don't beat yourself up for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, the the point is you let Joey Q know that you're displeased with it. You did stop buying it for a while. Economically, that is like Frank said, that's that's the best way to do that. But don't cut off your own nose to spite your face. If you enjoy Spider-Man and you want to pick it back up, then by gosh, pick it back up and don't let anybody uh, talk you out of it. I mean, in, in the end, aren't these things supposed to make us happy and just bring joy to our life? Yes. And, yeah. You know, it's just it's a story yes. in the end. And just read it. If it makes you uh, buy it. If you know. But like you said, I I, I don't think message, I I don't think a comic book company would make me so angry that I would. That I would say I'm never buying this again because well, you have made me so upset. I may do that about aren't, a, you. Obviously, aren't as passionate about a particular character as I am. I did do that with a with a particular company. I won't say what it is, but I have never since since a certain thing happened will do anything with that company. Wow! And and it and we are going on twenty years. Okay, but you just said you wouldn't do anything like that. Okay, yeah. I'm kind of dying to know. Well, now. for comic books. I said I would never do that with comic books. I don't think a comic book company because it's entertainment, you know. It it's it's not a social thing. My oh, thing I, is a okay. social thing. I you know I think that the that, heck that are you that, talking <laughs> about? I'll tell you off air. It's not really all right. If, if I tell you what it is, then you see where my political views are, and then it changes. Oh, you know, I don't want to. Spider Man <laughs> has been Frank's a, a part Zapatista. Of my life. We figured that out last episode. Since, since I've been reading, since I can mm-hmm. read, he's been a part of my life, and. I just didn't see any reason to change the marriage, and my my personal way of protesting that is to not give Marvel any mo- of my money designated for Spider-Man. Comics. But you want to change it, fair right? enough. I want to change what? You want the marriage to come back? Oh yeah. Start a website. You got to start one. I'm sure there's already one out. Join there. one then. Then I will. I, I, mean, I've I, actually, mean, I mean, I actually have signed. Two different petitions. Yeah, petitions aren't going to do anything. I mean, well, neither no, is a website. No, no, it will. I mean, if you get enough traffic yeah. and going, look, going if the petition in. makes its way petition there. Petition was based on a website. So, mm-hmm. if, if the petition gets to Joey Q or his secretary or whatever, they say, "Man, we just got seventy-five thousand people just yeah. signed this petition saying that you know what you did with Spider-Man was blah blah." Then that's that's doing something. That's that's class action uh, uh, griping. Is what that is. Yeah, I mean, the only way they're going to change is if sales drop, and someone says, "I don't know, are sales good for Spider-Man?" I don't know. How I are the sales for Spider-Man? I think they've been pretty good. I mean, yeah. my understanding is that is that people have been, you know, that it kind of did what it was supposed to. It, that, it uh, did. Okay. It did do what Marvel intended it to do, which was to to spur interest yeah. and possibly bring in new readers, reignite uh, interest yeah. in that series. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Deemer wasn't reading it, and now he is. Because he likes the you know the new status quo or whatever. That's interesting. So that's anyway. really cool. So no, but I get your point, and uh, and I can dig that. Um, I I don't think I've ever, I've never been so put off by a comic book that I just you know drew my line in the sand and turned away from it. But um, but I I I give you I give you a, a credit a credit for uh, you know for doing exactly that. So the confession is. 
that I actually purchased a Spider-Man comic. Uh, That's my confession. I okay. swore I wouldn't do it until it was reversed, but I did. That could be true. That might not be true. Might not be true. <laughs> this, could be, this could be my friends. That could be your friends. Could be my friends. Okay. And you so, guys don't even know. That's right. Good Bill, point. You know, you get X. Um, hang on. I got another confession to make. Thank you, Dave Grohl. Um, Dateline, Wichita, Kansas. Uh, shoot, I'm uh, what 16 years old, uh, 10th grade, I guess. Um, I've gone up there to uh, hang out with um, um, some relatives, and uh, one of them um, owns a. Uh, uh, owns a, a little one of those little prop planes and uh uh you know i mean i've seen the movie airplane you know so you know i'm pretty sure i know how to fly by this point um uh, and and i don't really like I, i've decided um kind of since then it wasn't necessarily because be of this i am serious and don't call me Shirley. <laughs> it was oddly an apropos uh, uh, uh intro uh, for the episode but um you know it it's not because of this, but I've decided that uh, I'd rather not fly if I don't have to. I'm not phobic. I will get on a plane. I mean, I would much rather fly to New York City than drive to New York City. I'm not an idiot, but I would really rather not fly if, if I could avoid it. Anyway, um, this, this kind of, it's kind of an aside here, neither here nor there. Um, but um, Nervous? Yes. First time. No, I've been nervous lots of times. <laughs> so we're up in this plane it's uh myself and cousin uh cousin aj and um uh, another uh, friend of ours uh, uh chuck in the back and um um aj well, i mean we're we're not that high up i mean what you know three four thousand feet we're not a mile up you know and when we're literally just we're just circling wichita kansas you know beautiful you know downtown metro uh metropolitan wichita kansas um, just literally just looking. I mean, what the heck do you do with a plane? It's like the same thing you do, you know, okay, uh, you know, it's like you got a boat. Okay, we're going to take my boat out in the lake. Okay, uh, hey, look at that shore. Okay, great. Hey, look at that shore. Now what? I don't know. Let's look at something else. Okay, hey, look, there's some shore. Um, so you're up in the plane, and you're kind of looking down going, oh, it's pretty from up here. Um, okay, are we done? And um, uh, it turned out that he, he was fine. Um, uh, it turned out that it was, uh, it was not what we were afraid it would be, but um, – uh, AJ, who was the pilot, uh, he, uh, he thought he was having a heart attack. I mean, he thought he was having some stinking, he, I mean, he started having like grabbing his chest, chest pains. And, uh, and I had to, I had to land the stinking plane. I had to land the stinking plane. I mean, flaps down. He's, he's telling me how to do this. I mean, it's not so like he's still conscious. Yeah, he's not, no, he hasn't blacked out or anything. I mean, I mean, this is not, you know, this is not airplane, you know, I mean, I've got him, you know, okay. You know, flaps down, you know, okay. You know, throttle up, keep your nose up, you know, just, you know, you know, I mean, it's a prop plane. So the, the, the landing gears are always down. They don't fold up, you know, on the bottom of this, you know, little thing. But, uh, um, yeah, it was, uh, it was freaky. And uh, we were able to come back into uh, to the, the the regional airport. It wasn't like we were landing at Wichita International or anything like that. That's a that's a made up name there. But um, you mean Wichita doesn't have an international? <laughs> no, they don't. Non international. Hey, Oklahoma City has an international airport, so you, know, really? you can laugh, but uh, but they're there. Um, so uh, so yeah, uh, it was just you know a regional uh, uh, airport, but. Um, 
Yeah, uh, that was actually really cool. And you know what? If I could be at the uh, the helm, uh, you know, the if I could be in the cockpit of a plane, I'd probably be a lot cooler flying because uh, it was actually not that bad having my own hands on it. Um, but yeah, um, uh, you know, I had to uh, I had to land a plane. It was crazy. Cool. Little little four seater. You know, Did you wet yourself? I don't know if it's a Cessna or whatever. Um, no, because did you, you, li- you, no, you literally you, well, thought no, you were no, going to die. No, you, no, I did not. You, you literally get in that situation and, um, you don't, you know, it, I guess as long as you're a, a, a functioning human being, um, you don't, you can see it, dude. Look, <laughs> it's right there. There's nothing else for me to do, but say, just look at it. Then he just can't see because apparently he doesn't have eyes. Um, okay. So, uh, uh, it, it's a lot different. Um, uh, it's a lot different hands-on um, than it is letting somebody else do it for you. Um, so, yeah, that was one of the more unique, uh, unique events uh, in, in my life, and that's, uh, something that's a- I, I don't look forward to uh, to doing it ever again. Uh, like I said, you know, I, I'm a hamster. If I can stay at ground level, I'm good with it. Um, but, but I, I'm sorry. Uh, what I was uh, trying to say is that. Is that no? I mean, I'm sure plenty of people do freak out. And I'm not trying to say I'm any kind of super, you know, dude or anything like that. But uh, but no, for me, there there was no freaking out. Uh, the whole uh, the whole you know, it's just one of those. I mean, it's kind of, maybe it was like that the pilot who had to put the plane down the Hudson River a few months back, yeah. right? You know, because he he basically said that you know, and and you could hear from the tapes that that no, he never once lost his cool and and for him it was literally this is this is my profession. I'm doing my job right now. My job is a little unusual you know, at this second, but you know, this is what I'm here to do. Um so yeah, I mean, it was just a situation where, you know, you don't you know, you don't think, oh no, you know, you don't, you don't get up in the cockpit and start and run around with your head, you know, your, your, your arms all akimbo, you know, no, you, you, you have a job to do and you do it. You it's know? basically like you went Yoda on it. You know, you either do it or you don't <laughs> yeah. do it or you don't. I mean, there's no you live or die. Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, it's well, not someone wondering. frightening and, and, and luckily, well, it, it, it worked out okay because, um, I mean, uh, when you got went down on the ground where you just like shaking. I mean, well, yeah, I mean, after the fact, I mean, it's, it's almost kind of like a car wreck where after the fact, um, you, uh, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, then the adrenal dump sure. washes over you. And, and you that's the point you were... where you can't move your limbs for a few minutes. But, but, okay. you know, in the heat of battle, you know, no, I, you're, you're as calm and collected as, you know, you should be. Um, and, uh. No, it was just it was it was a very professional. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I'm talking about myself like you know, hey, I must be really cool or something to handle it this well. But uh, but no, I mean you, you take a uh, you know kind of a professional attitude towards it, right? You because know? you realize if I don't if I don't do this, yeah, I'll never see you know my parents again. I'll never see yeah. you know I'll never be able to read another comic. Well, I mean, I kind of you know I kind of figured you know I mean. I mean, three thousand feet's not something to sniff at. No, but but I mean, you know, you've, you've seen a field. You've seen a cockpit wow. before. I mean, you. Very nice. I mean, you know, you don't have to be a, a no, super genius. Right. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely you know, there there are proper procedures to land a plane. I mean, you don't just go. I think I'll land a plane and do it. But I mean, you've got you know, you've got the handles there, so you know how to point it down, turn it left and right. You know, you've got the throttle right there, so you can throttle down. You know, so you could get the plane on the ground if you had to. I mean, you could. I, I, if if especially AJ, if it was like now nowadays, if because a, how many yeah. video games yeah. kind of work that way? You know, yeah. If AJ, if he had passed out, 
I probably would have had a decent chance to land that plane without flipping it over. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, in any case, uh, yeah, it turned out that, uh, that it was not a heart attack. And, uh, is that how come okay. you always carry parachutes now whenever we fly? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. So to this day, you still a little nervous though? No, like I said, uh, uh, well, my thing, uh, being on a, you know, that's the, that's the the one and only time I've ever been in like a little Cessna four seater type thing like that. I've you know obviously flown commercial, but uh, uh, my method for dealing with any potential uh, nerves on an airplane is to and I have told this to uh, anybody I fly with uh, a former producer of mine Connie who I used to fly with all the time uh, uh, to to do work stuff. Um, she hated flying, and uh, my advice to her and usually I, I was sitting you know in the seat next to her, but uh, but it's like. If you start getting nervous for any reason, look at the flight attendants. If they're struggling, you know, if they're moving around quickly with the look of anxiety, then okay, start worrying. But but if <laughs> that's you're, great advice. But yeah. but if you're starting to get nervous, then you know, check out the flight attendants. The flight attendants are just, hey man, you want a drink? Uh, you know, joking around with each other or whatever. You know, if they're if it's business as usual for them, right. then it's business as usual for the plane. Okay. You know, and I've never seen a situation. Uh, I mean, I've. We've uh, I've actually uh, we had to make it was not an emergency landing, but they thought it might be. Uh, we flew into Albuquerque as a Southwest uh, plane. Um, sorry for the negative publicity, Southwest. Um, but uh, we uh, we lost one of the two. Uh, and, and that's another thing. Uh, it seemed like uh, up until a few years ago, it seemed like I just did not have good luck with planes. The the good luck I had was that the planes landed and everybody lived through it. But other than that. There was not much luck. I mean, it's like if I got a connecting flight, there's no doubt my you know my plane will be delayed. and I'll miss the connecting flight. You know, I just you know uh, my luggage will not get there. You know, and I won't see it for four days. You know, that kind of stuff always happened to me. I despise connecting flights. Do to this you day. do you uh, tip tip the sky cap? Oh yeah, yeah. You got to do that. Yeah, don't. How much do you give? Don't be a moron. Well, I really haven't flown a whole heck of a lot for the last. You don't five use years. sky caps. That's the answer. I know. Just move it I on. Mean, you know, <laughs> What's a sky cap? Because if you don't tip them well enough, there they'll make sure you go to yeah, like no it doubt. goes where they. Uh, well, it's a they good thing you had a stewardess on that plane you landed. No, there was no stewardess on that plane. <laughs> I had though, a, though, I, I, In fact, I was you know I'm like I'm 16, so I'm too young to uh, have a uh, beverage. You know, wink, wink. Um, I, I had a I had a similar experience, but with the Greyhound bus, I had to pull it over. It was terrifying. I don't know how I did it. it was, <laughs> It's terrifying. But 65 I, Greyhound I'm, bus? Yeah. I'm calling you on that one. Right. <laughs> well, that was okay. So, so anyway, yeah. I can so imagine. Go. I've got we a few don't know more if details, that's true or not true. I don't know. Okay. You tell me. Sounds true to me. Mm, it looked true right. when he was telling it. Okay. That's what what okay. about you? Okay, here's mine. So, Corpus Christi, my hometown. That's yes. where you were born, right? That's where I was born. Yeah. Corpus Christi proper. Yes. Sparkling city by the sea. Home, birthplace of Whataburger. Yes. Oh, that's that's something to be proud of. That is. I mean, you ticket. come into you come into town. There's a big sign that says that. We are very proud of that. There. Um, they don't have an age limit to run for mayor. Okay. So when I was 14, I decided to run for mayor. I did really? the paperwork and stuff, dude. And I came in fourth place. Now, this wow. Is, this is 1982. I came in fourth place. Okay. How many people were on the ballot? There were about seven. So, okay. I mean, it's substantial. Um, But the person that, that who came in third place, the first place was, was uh, the mayor, the guy who was before. The incumbent. The incumbent, yes. Mm, $5 word. 
Second person was uh, was the uh, Republican running that year. She didn't, you know, she came in second. Okay. The third place woman was, she was like this 90-year-old woman. She was blind, <laughs> and she, every morning, she was known for this. She would raise and lower a Confederate flag on her front front lawn. Wow. She would, the South will rise again. Every morning so she, she would was raise sure and about lower that it? Then. Yeah, well, raise it, and then in the afternoon she'd lower it. Oh, she'd fly it all day. Okay. Yeah, she'd fly it all day. I thought you meant she went out there, she raised it like the flag <laughs> at Poncho's, <laughs> right down, <laughs> and then bring it back down. So, But uh, I came in fourth, and I think it was like about 5,000 votes I got, which wasn't bad for 14-year-old kids. What kid. kind of campaign did yeah, you do? I was do? about to say, how did you campaign for that? There was There were two... You know, uh, obviously there weren't any debates, but there were two um, like rallies they had to meet the candidates, so the news was there. Okay, at Waterburger, right? Waterburger <laughs> at, at front of the Waterburger. Yeah, <laughs> and we're talking local news. Here. This was stopping at the Waterburger, and um, a couple of newspaper articles. Just you know, they Crazy. went around, talked to the candidates about what our platform was, was huh. and my thing was yeah. I wanted more parks. <laughs> that was my thing. I thought well, Corpus right. needed more parks. Never mind the fact that it's really close to the ocean. Yeah, I think that's why I came in fourth. But uh, okay. there you go. I ran for mayor and came in fourth. So did you just literally want more parks, or did you have some kind of a bug up your... I mean, did you... Was there something well, about I was the way the city to, was, was being run that, that made you so crazy that you felt you had to try and change it in, by working in, within the system? In all honesty, I thought it would be funny to run for mayor and I had this whole thing about how it was going to be a funny campaign and I was okay. going to make people laugh and I was, ah. but it got to the point to where it became this little machine and it started and, and I was being asked very serious questions and wow I kind of got scared I'm a 14 year old kid did you have to come up with a platform not so much a platform but just kind of did how I planks? wanted more parks and I didn't think we should raise taxes for that. Was there a? Uh, <laughs> but that was like. Was there a, was there a method for it? I mean, did you want to? Uh, did you want to turn like Kmart back into a city park, or did you just want to prohibit the the you know, the concreting of every street corner in town, or was there? I just you know? wanted more parks. Okay. <laughs> okay. See, you, you were talking. You were talking to someone who just didn't put all that. You see, my thing was. I'm sorry, it just sounds like you're being gonna, defensive right now. That's all. I, you made I, a bet with somebody, right? It was no, like, it I was, bet you I could run for mayor. <laughs> Brad, it was probably kind of like that, yeah, because I had visions of me being on TV doing funny. This was. I didn't know how commercials worked, so I just assumed I got okay. to make commercials for free. But then I realized it cost money. <laughs> you know, I figured I'm running for mayor. I'm going to get to have all these funny commercials, but then oh, I'm you Frank need money Rincon, for that. And I approve this message. <laughs> Are you tired of not enough parks? <laughs> and I would come up with my jacket over my uh-huh. shoulder and put yes. my knee up on a chair and look directly into the camera. Say, hi, hi. I'm Seth McFarlane. <laughs> in, a, in a park, in shot a in park. park with pretty Don't trees you think we need more of these? People yes. throwing Frisbees in the backgrounds, dogs yeah. running across, yeah. chasing butterflies. <laughs> there you go. Wow. <laughs> That had that had something to do with it because I actually thought that you just get to make commercials and well, I wanted feel, funny commercials. Obviously, explains your your love and desire to be in the TV business. Yeah, yeah. Yes, FaceTime by any means necessary. I'm assuming they've changed the that's, rules uh, since that's, then. Yeah, they have. It wasn't that have there they? wasn't a late an age, and it wasn't because of me. I mean, they just eventually changed them. But it was just you know, actually, just, it's referred to as the Rencon factor. <laughs> If you look it up, go ahead and Google the Rencon Google factor. Google Rencon factor. It's there. Yeah. Mm. But, um, yeah, so that's that's kind of my confession, I suppose. You know. Well, I never knew that. 
I mean, it is kind of embarrassing when you, you know, I, I could understand why you, why you wouldn't want to tell anybody. Yeah. I, it, it's part of my history and, uh, and my parents were deathly against me doing it, but I did it anyway. Wow. So, so they, they're like not very proud of it, but you know, I thought, I thought I detected a little bit of sarcasm in your dad's voice when I asked him if you were, if he was proud of you. Yeah, you see. There was a little bit of hesitation, <laughs> like he wanted to bring up the Rincon factor, but he was just, yeah, yeah, no, we're proud of him. Yeah, yeah no, he's fine. Factor. He's fine. As long as he doesn't talk, he's fine. I forgot to play this for you, so I'll do it. It's double duty here. Okay. I've got another confession to make. All right. All right, so what do you got? You guys know I have two kids, right? Yes. Indeed. You've, you've, you've met them both. We've met them. They're good kids. Good kids. Um, good kid. Good I've been kids. looking for that audio clip, and I, I can't actually find it. Oh. Um. Oh, gosh. Are we okay? We had face plant. Oh. Face plant in the uh, carpet. Yeah. Oh, that, that's going to leave a mark. And let me tell you what. If he's displeased with something, he'll let you know. Yeah, he's not afraid to... Uh, Throw the curtain back. Poor guy. Wait a minute. She just turned the volume down on the Mamma Mia movie. That's all it took? Was some screaming? I, I would have smacked him in the face with a shovel <laughs> no. a half hour ago no, if I'd known that. Him. All right, so. You guys know I have two kids. Yes, two kids. Yes. Um, I was late to Allison's birth. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I missed it. When I got Sally. there, it was over okay. and done with. Okay. Um, no, which one was Alton? Oldest, youngest? The youngest it's one. The youngest. The second one. Um, <laughs> I uh, actually heart's beating like a million miles right now. Wow. The the story. That I told people was that I was late because I had a flat tire, and that I changed the tire on the side mm-hmm. of the road, and that's why I was late. Okay, that's not why. Did you, you didn't you can follow up a bunch of road grime. Did you rub your hands all over the tires on your way into the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> no. Smear some on your cheeks. Oh, jeez, hot you out there too, man. Good. Um, I was late because I, I knew I was going to have plenty of time. You know, I was at work. Hey, I'm I'm going to labor, you know. Okay. Everything's fine. Yeah. Here as soon as you can. So far, so good. One of these deals, right? So mm-hmm. it was Wednesday. Oh. What, uh, Lost was coming on? No, it was comic book day. Ah. And I thought, there's a comic book store right on the way. No problem. I'll just stop. It'll take five minutes. I'll just run in. Like, yeah, now, had you already gotten the call that it's on the way, you better get here, or uh, did you just, was this, like, scheduled? Uh, I've gone into labor. Okay. My mom's taking me to the hospital. Doctor says I've got hours. Right, yes, yes. And it's the second baby. You're not as freaked out. Right. I've been through it once. I'm like, yeah. okay, I leave work now. I'll get there in plenty of time. No big deal at all. Sweet. On the way there, I realized it's Wednesday. It's new comic book day. I know there's going to be some waiting involved when I get to the yeah, no doubt to the hospital. <laughs> I'll just pull in real quick, pick up a couple of books that I know came out today, and hop in the car and boom. Yeah, 
she doesn't have, need to know that I yeah. just stopped and picked these up. No, it's cool. She's she's not going to be worrying about that. Well, I obviously spent mm. too much time in the mm. comic books. You got you got oh. a little lost and just hung out there a little longer. And I thought, okay, I I can manage another five minutes. Yeah, I can manage another five minutes. <laughs> I thought, okay, seriously, it's time for me to go. I was probably there like twenty minutes. Okay. Oh dear! You know, it should have taken three minutes. Go mm-hmm. in, take two books off the shelf, pay for it, get in the car, get your right. butt to the hospital. Yes, I was there for twenty minutes. Get your booty to the hospital. Well, when I got there, Allison been born. Like to uh, congratulate you on the uh, birth of your uh, new child. Allison been born. So sorry you got caught in traffic. Wow, there's no way. I'm telling my wife that I'm late because. I stopped at the comic book store. Unless she listens to the podcast. She doesn't. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Especially because she's my ex. Okay. At, at the time, though, she wasn't. At the time. Um, but she had, a, she had a serious problem, ish, uh, not problem, issue, concern with my comic book habit. Hobby. Okay. Did I say habit? Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> my comic book hobby. I just got to have it. That, was a, that was a good choice of words, too. Comic that was a book, good slip up. Yeah. Comic book <laughs> hobby. And I was told repeatedly that I needed to quit purchasing them. Okay. Okay. And I'd say, well, I don't tell you to stop buying underwear. Well, with two kids, you know, hey, you, you with look a like second you, kid hey, on the way, you, know, like you we need to start of... thinking about where our expenses are. Oh, okay. Let's say Very valid point. Yeah, well, well, you know, comics weren't. So I'm not going to so tell her that I'm late because <laughs> now the argument could be made that I would have missed it anyway if I hadn't stopped. Okay, because she obviously, uh, Allison obviously came a lot sooner than expected. Yeah, she clearly was not waiting for you either. No, right. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe I would have. I would have made it on time. Maybe I wouldn't have. Okay. But the fact remains that I stopped and I was at the comic book store for 20 minutes <laughs> and missed my child's birth. So okay. I can't. Oh, dear. <laughs> at this point, I can't, you know, say it happened for any other reason. Yeah. But okay. um, I just realized that Ashley's going to be listening to this. <laughs> oh, boy. Ashley, you can't tell your mom. <laughs> All right. I told her it was a flat tire. So Okay, so there's there's Brad's two to choose from. We'll, we'll, we'll recap later. Bill, what's your confession? Uh, I got another confession to make. I had to figure out some way to work in some Foo Fighters music. Nice. Well, hey, you can, you can never go wrong uh, getting some Foo Fighters uh, mixed in there. I actually um, feel like I've have the weight lifted off my shoulders. You, uh, excellent. I mean, I'm, I still think it was unnecessary, but you know, hopefully it, uh, your, your soul will, uh, you know, will lighten up at this point. Um, I, uh, uh, was, uh, arrested for, uh, trespassing and, uh, had to get picked up, uh, from juvie when mm. I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. I was a drag. Um, so expand. So wh- what was the situation? Right. Um, 
me and some uh, friends of mine, uh, we were in, uh, I was in the ninth grade, a couple of my buddies, and uh, a couple of friends of ours were in the eighth grade. Is this Mike from Oklahoma, your buddy Mike? No, this is a guy, uh, uh, Brian Barry, um, who I actually wish I could reach That's a made-up name. <laughs> no, nah, actually not. I, I, I've known three or four Brian Berries, I swear to God, in my life. Um, uh, but uh, this guy was, uh, he, he was a, a true buddy. Uh, we used to hang out. He had out. a sister. What was her name? Raz. Raspberry? Oh, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Roz. <laughs> Roz. Rosberry. That would have been better. Roz. <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. Uh, but no, we uh, uh, we 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 used to uh, do you this. You know what their all mom's the name was? What? Bilda. Oh, Bildaberry. <sighs> wow. Sorry. I will stop the show. Right. Okay. I will turn the show around right now. <laughs> um, uh, we used to, uh, uh, you know, we, we grew up in uh, uh, college town, and so you know, to kill time, I mean, you know, this is your. 14 15 years old you know you you've got bicycles you don't have cars you don't have access to parties you don't have you know you, you're tr- still trying it's to oklahoma fill, for crying out well loud. you're still trying to fill your time with with, with mainly you know why texas things. doesn't fall into the ocean yeah yeah i know and uh you know what i i can't believe that texas hasn't fallen into the ocean yet frankly tell them because oklahoma sucks <laughs> well you know why the wind always blows in oklahoma why? It's because Kansas blows and Texas sucks. So, <laughs> oh, right. nice! So, you know, it works both ways. That's okay, all I'm saying. Got it. Um, right. So we're uh, uh, so five of us are wandering around the OU campus, which mm-hmm. we used to do all the time. Okay, this how, is back, how are they supposed to know you're this, not a student? This is back in the well, they knew, but but oh. we were well, we were citizens of of the town, the you know the college is situated in. You know, I mean, we're taxpayers or whatever. You know, I mean, there's no reason. You know, it's not uncommon to see young kids on a college campus, well, younger just, kids, just right. riding I mean, bikes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, you know, there there were no Nazis around or anything like that. I mean, there there weren't. You know, the the police would not try to this run was, you off or anything like this that. Was I mean, Norman. Yeah, yeah, this is Norman, hometown. And uh, so what you do is you'd roll around campus because there's there's fountains and there's lots of buildings and there's things to ride around and it's a fairly safe environment with you know limited you know automobile traffic and you know there's you can go into the um, you know the the natural science building and you can see the brains and jars and stuff like that it was really cool you know well I mean really really cool is uh, you know really cool is is relative but you know when you're 14, 15 years old. Sure. When you're away from mom and dad, yeah. anything's cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you're you're roving around a small pack of friends, you know, trying to figure out something to do. I mean, so so we're wandering around, and uh, we've gone through two or three of the buildings. This is, this is after hours. It's like uh, eight, eight, nine, something like that. Not terribly late. Uh, there were still classes going on. Um, there were still night classes going on there in various buildings. Um, so we've, we've gone through the other uh, building and looked at the brains and jars and stuff. We went through the other building. Um, well, in fact, it was really weird. One of the, uh, one of the buildings there, we, we'd go through this building all the time. Uh, it was a different wing of the same building that had the brains and jars, but, um, they Keep had going uh, back to that. Well, they had, I, it was, it's I, apparently that stuck in, in my uh, brain pan, but, um, they, uh, and this has nothing to do with the story, but, uh, um, down uh, one of the hallways, uh, it was uh, apparently they were uh, dealing with some kind of uh, uh, dirty energy, like uh, a little nuclear power plant or something okay. like that. And there were there there was a a, a small nuclear pile apparently on the OU uh, campus, um, but uh, there was a, a shower in the hallway, like one of the showers you would get under if say you were right. irradiated or something. Right. And it was really freaky. I mean, it was really freaky. Um, and we'd we'd go by that thing and threaten to spray each other and all right, that. Right, right. Hey, grab out and all that. Um, 
but uh, so we're uh, um, so we're rolling through uh, this other building. Uh, we we've gone through this building and we're now in this other building. It, it's one of the towers that went by so fast. It probably yeah, hope, hopefully <laughs> harmless. Yeah, hopefully. <clears throat> hopefully. Um, uh, so we're in this other building um, where there are there are some night classes going on. There's a couple of like little mini auditoriums and stuff. Uh, um, and uh, so uh, uh, we are out in the lobby outside one of these classrooms. And this lobby is kind of not it's not the student union, but it's one of the one of the buildings where you have racks of uh, vending machines. Mm-hmm. So, you know, pretty much anything you can put in a vending machine is going to be in one of the 20 vending machines, you know, in this particular uh, building. And so we're getting some snacks and, you know, we're 15, 14 years old. We're not terribly quiet about it. We're not, you know, we're, we're not. You know, we're not trying to cause a scene or anything like that. But uh, um, apparently we were loud enough. Um, and I still to this day kind of wonder exactly, you know, what happened. Because I think this guy was just oversensitive or being a being a, a jackhole or something like that. Um, but apparently we're making enough noise that a professor, um, he's told his class, wait a minute, I need to go take care of this. So he uh leaves his class in the middle of it comes out and tells us that we need to leave that we're not supposed to be there that we're not that we're not wanted there and that we're disrupting his class okay and it's like okay summer uh you know i'm trying to remember i think it it was during i think it was during the spring so how come you weren't in school it's nine o'clock at night that's why oh oh i missed that detail sorry yeah (laughs) i like the way bill said that because it was nine o'clock sorry i I, I I already i already explained that i missed Um, that so my apologies i missed that um uh, so yeah, he, uh, he basically comes out and kind of reads us the riot act like a jerk and was like, fine, fine, we'll go. Um, and, um, uh, uh, one of the other things you can do on the OU campus is, uh, there's a legendary set of tunnels, you know, uh, uh tunnels running underneath the campus in between the buildings. Um, uh, I don't think they've ever been used as transportation, you know, to get from one building to another. They've never been used as, as, you know, anything like that, but they're there. And back in the old days. Was it for the slave trade? <laughs> I don't think so. No, the, uh, the the Underground Railroad never ran through there. Oh. Um, but uh, um, back in the day, you used to be able to get into those. There were some access uh, hatches that okay. would not be locked. So you could get down there, and it was really freaking spooky. So what were they for, then? Um, maintenance, uh, maintenance and stuff. Uh, you could go uh, from one building to another. My guess is it wouldn't surprise me if that was like a Cold War relic or something. Hmm. Um, maybe get from one building to another without having to deal with the fallout, <laughs> you know, something like that. You know, a, a, a real but, small, small tangent in Denton at the bookstore. I used to work at the bookstore there. There were a series, of, yeah, there was a series of tunnels underneath the Union, which were just what you said, yeah, just seri- kind of for maintenance or something. Yeah, wow, no, nothing that special. Okay, um, but and a lot of them were closed off. But we used to tell the freshman kids when they came in, oh dear, that that Denton was the model city for the. Um, for a futuristic city that, that and that was, that was the model we used to show on the tunnels go this is where all the future tubes which would take you to all parts they're like really and like yeah yeah, yeah you know, really just, uh, dork yeah. anyway go on <laughs> so anyway we're uh um, so we're minding our, our own business uh for the most part that was and, an expensive bookstore by the way all college bookstores yeah. expensive. so one of the things we're trying to do is figure out um uh, figure out how we get down these tunnels we've uh um 
one of these access hatches, uh, the the one that we used to use most often, has now been locked up because apparently they realize the kids are going down there, and for many reasons, you know, they don't want you know they don't want just regular everyday underage kids going down there in the tunnels because they're uh, it's one of those where you know it looks like something out of a horror movie where there's the the bare light bulb every twenty feet or whatever just enough to keep it from being totally dark down there. Some okay. of the light bulbs are out, you know, it's not necessarily you know spick and span down there. You know, and that kind of thing. So, uh, so we are uh, in this building uh, with the uh, with with the class and the vending machines and stuff. And the dude says, "Get out!" And so we uh, we head out. And uh, across the street, they were building uh, they were building a new building. Uh, it was going to be a, a music center, um, uh, the new music center for uh, the university. And so basically, it's got uh, about. One and a half stories worth of you know, you know I beam infrastructure and otherwise is a big hole in the ground, and so we think to ourselves, man, what could be an easier way to get into the tunnels than to go through a huge hole in the ground? Right. So uh, there's like you know the the plastic fencing up, um, but it's not you know there's not signs blazing all around, no trespassing, no this that. I mean I'm sure you can probably get the hint, but but we figure okay cool. So we go out. And we were actually kind of wondering, I wonder if this, I wonder if this jerk professor here is going to follow us or something like that. Um, so we, uh, um, so we, this is just across the street from from this uh, union uh, where we just had been, and um, uh, so we go down. Um, uh, we we kind of you know make sure you know like cops aren't you know right there looking at us or something because we know what we're doing probably we shouldn't be doing, but it's not you know it's not like we're going to go set fire to anything or you know break anything or steal anything or anything so we well we go uh we go down into the uh uh we go down into the uh the 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 big hole um that this building is, is being fashioned out of and uh we're down there and uh sure enough tunnels connecting to the rest of you know the campus and um uh we go for about i don't know 50 feet or so um underneath the building and it's uh, light bulb light bulb light bulb missing light bulb light bulb missing light bulb missing light bulb light bulb missing light bulb missing light bulb missing light bulb light bulb missing light bulb missing so it's it gets darker and you know kind of spookier and we're not too far into this thing we decide no okay we've had enough fun i think we're we you know we we've done what we meant to do we've burned some time so we decide to come back out um Instead of coming all the way back out, uh, about halfway back the way we'd come, there was a, a, an access port or something, basically a, a manhole in the ground. And um, so we grab a uh, uh, we grab uh, a I ladder. We grab a ladder that was twenty, thirty feet further down than that, and we set the ladder up. I think there's a bar down on Harry Hines. <laughs> yeah, called the manhole. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Right next to the cockpit. Um, so uh, we climb up the ladder, and it's clear to me that they'd had uh um that they had had uh, uh the, the cops had seen us go down or had gotten tipped off or whatever and for waiting for us and knew there was five of us because um i was like the third or fourth one up but uh first person goes up standing there on the surface you know basically in the street corner second guy goes up third guy goes up fourth guy goes up the second the fifth dude Raises his head above ground. The second he prairie dogs his head above ground, lights come on, sirens, you know, don't move. You know, you are, you know, you know do not move and you know, put your hands behind your head and all that. So, um, um, so we're like, holy crap, what happened, you know? And it turns out that, uh, that the, uh, that, that jerk, uh, professor had seen us 
uh, leave the building. I guess he was wondering where we were going to go. He watches us go across the street, apparently, and watches us go into the property that we weren't supposed to go into. So he called the is the OU police, by the way. This is not Norman PD or Oklahoma Highway Patrol or uh, Cleveland County Sheriff's or anything. This is the Oklahoma Police OU Police Department. Um, so, uh, so uh, they uh, they they get us up, and uh, man. <laughs> they put us up against the cars and back, you know, hands behind the head and handcuffs and into the back of the police car. And they take us to juvie and they tell us that they were, uh, uh, that they were sure that we were there to steal their sextants. What? A sextant. Do you know what a sextant is? No, I don't. It's something you use to make precise, uh, measurements, um, on a, uh, on a site. Okay. Um, you would use it to make sure that your hallway is perfectly straight or okay. your, you know, whatever tool. Um, it, it is a, it is a, a, it is a simple, but very important and very powerful tool to use to build things. Um, it's kind of, <laughs> well, right. and they used to use sextants to, um, yeah, no doubt. They used to use sextants to, um, uh, 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 navigate with on the oceans. I, think. I know what those are. Okay. Yeah. So okay. anyway, so they were sure that we were going to steal uh, the sextants uh, that were down there. And our response was, well, we didn't know you guys were waiting for us. And all five of us came back up without any sextants. <laughs> if we had been there to steal the sextants, we probably would have had them on us because they weren't that big. You you could lift one and carry it out of there. It wasn't, you know, John Luke, John Luke Capard used to Card used to have one in his office. It's yes, like, yes. Um, but uh, so really, the the only damage we did, which was no damage, was we moved a ladder over to the hole, and um, uh, you know, so uh, uh, had to have our uh, parents come get us, and uh, we were in juvie for probably about ninety minutes. You know, the parents kind of trickling one at a time. So I think I was there for about ninety minutes, and uh, luckily, uh, were, were you uh, lifting weights in the yard? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Yeah, you might, were you hatching off the hours as they went by? I was taking first pick of the available boyfriends. Yeah. Uh, Sextant. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, um, um, uh, just, a, just a weird uh, story. Okay. And, uh, you know, that's how it rolls. But, uh, yeah, so, so kids, um, you know, I only got grounded once in my life, and it was not for that. So, no, I didn't. Uh, my parents, luckily, were uh, fairly well okay with the idea that it was basically a misunderstanding. Uh, mm-hmm. That, yes, we were trespassing, um, but no, we were not there to cause mischief, mayhem. We were not there to steal or destroy in any way. We were okay. literally just killing time. And You're being I, I think kids. that well, I think the empirical evidence that we left that, that we were trying to leave the scene without stealing or or breaking or damaging anything was hopefully enough empirical evidence that we were not there to cause mayhem. We were there to kill time. Okay. So, I, you know, parents obviously, you know, they're not happy about something like that. But I think it was, uh, you know, I, I think that it was not a huge stretch for them to believe. And then we were we were pretty good kids too. I mean, we you know. That was the one and only time I've ever I've ever had to deal with you know cops like that, okay. and that was OU police. So uh, okay, yeah, so that's totally different. Um, anyway, so uh, yeah, so that's uh, you know that's a confession, and okay. uh, I've certainly never uh, confessed that on the air. Okay, well, it's a good story. 
the this is my and you know I realize I'm not really telling confessions I'm just telling stories that well could we be are doing to, but we're but, doing confessions here so if you have a story I'm not interested if you got a confession I'm listening okay I'll confess this please I'll do. confess the story oh, I confess back in 1978 this is the fake one I was 10 years old <laughs> and there was a radio station that announced that they were gonna have a mellow yellow drinking contest. Delicious. That was a phenomenal that was, beverage. That was the At good stuff, man. I'm Magic Isles. Big, yellow, yellow. big now, fan. Not so much a fan of Van Morrison, but a big fan of Mellow Yellow. Now, Magic Isles was a very sad attempt at trying to have a... Um, an amusement park in Corpus Christi. It was, it was okay. like six flags. <laughs> yeah. It was more like one and a half flags. It was just a very okay. sad attempt. But you know, hey, it's the weekend. Let's go to Magic Isle. Eh. It's like so going anyway. to Frontier City in Oklahoma City, dude. I know what you mean. So, um, so they are announcing this Mellow Yellow drinking contest because it's the new soda, and everybody's going to try it out. And it's everyone is so so excited about. It. Well, being ten, I was like. I want to be in that contest, and I'm going to win. Had you, had you ever tried it before then, or is it I that don't, brand new? I don't remember. Um, maybe I did. Yeah, maybe I did. I did the Pepsi Challenge once. I did the Pepsi Challenge, yeah. too, thinking that I was going to be on TV. And, um, in fact, that was probably the uh, the highlight of my uh, <laughs> of my life in Corpus was taking the, the Pepsi, Pepsi Challenge. challenge yeah. Did they give you crackers in between the yeah. Coke and the Pepsi? Yeah. yeah. I never understood that. I was like, why? why? But, you know. It's to cleanse the palate, right? You don't want to confuse the flavors. Right. There's already enough flavors in each one of those right. that you don't want to cross you your don't flavors. Want, yeah. You don't want one drink to Coke and then drink to Pepsi. And Where then did go, Bill go? I think he went to go TT. Oh, okay. Because he was doing the little uh, TT dance. He did the PP dance on yeah. the way out. So. I was looking for, uh, we had a sound clip of, um, of the... Um, a bill when he was in the in the juvie, uh-huh. when they were oh okay, when they were working out in the yard. Yeah, let's hear it. Well, I can't find it at the okay. moment. I'm still looking for well, it. I'll continue and when you find it. So, um, I decide a couple days before that I'm gonna I'm gonna curtail my eating because I want to be prepared. I want to win. So, um, so the day big day comes, I go with all my friends. And it's a, it's a you know it's Corpus Christi. The radio station is there, and we sign up for the contest. Not really excited because I'm gonna win this thing. And did the, you, did you, by the way, the prize is a T-shirt to drink as much Mellow Yellow. Yeah, you know, you get, you, I guess you got an award too. Okay, but, but a T-shirt was kind of the big deal. So anyway, so there's this table of guys, and and uh, the sodas are put out in front of us, and there's like you know four, but there's there's you know they can bring out more sure. if they need to, but there's four in front of us. And so it's it's um I cannot to this I can't I cannot remember if it was to drink as many as you can. It must have been to drink as many as you can in a set amount of time. Okay. That that must have been it. So I'm in there and I'm in there and everyone out there is an adult and I'm a little scrawny ten year old kid. <laughs> and it's live, it's a live broadcast. And so everyone is is going, okay, here we are at Magic Isles for the Mellow Yellow Drinking Contest. All right. And what's your name? And what's your name? What's your name? Yeah, that one. All right. All right, you go. On the count of three, start. One, two, three. Go. And then everyone starts drinking their sodas. And they're doing play-by-play, and it's a lot of fun. 
and I'm on my second one, and suddenly I start to fill up because of all the carbonation. Uh-oh. But I plow through. I get that second one down. I pick up the third I, one. What, what size? 12-ounce cans. Oh, okay. They were still in cans. Still in cans. Drinking the third one. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what the time is because it's adrenaline's running, and I just want to win this contest. I want to win this picture. <laughs> my friends are cheering me on, and I start to drink that third one about halfway through it. I can feel it coming up. Uh-oh. I projectile vomited out of my mouth and out of my nose. I bet that hurt. Carbonation? It, yes, it did. The area clears. <sighs> From what I'm told, the DJ, which was live, remember, this was live, he went, okay. oh, my God, and then they went to a song. <laughs> <laughs> you know the what they thing did? cleared off. It was over. It was done with. <laughs> Nobody won the T-shirt. Wow. They just cut it short? They just cut it short. No. That's not the way it's supposed and to work. And for the rest of the day, I walked around with my stomach hurting because I was just like, oh, my Gross. nose hurting and stuff like that. What did your parents say when they found out you had many? They laughed. They <laughs> thought it was hilarious. Not that. Not about that. They, <laughs> they didn't, you know, I just wasn't eating as much because I wanted an empty stomach right. so I could win. You know, it's 10-year-old logic. So. Wow. Hey, I found an audio clip of when you were in juvie. Okay. When you were out in the yard. Oh, um, dear. With rocks and stuff. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess it that's wasn't exactly as, what it was. It <laughs> as funny as I thought it was. <laughs> so, anyway. So, that's my story. That's right. I, was just I honestly attention. don't know which one of your stories is true or not. Okay. And let's let's recap. What are your two? We'll go around. What are you two? Well, I confessed to to buying Amazing Spider-Man number six hundred, and I confessed the real reason why I was late to my daughter's my second daughter's birth. Okay, so one of those is not true. Bill, what are you two stories? Uh, plane and trespassing. Pain and trespassing. Okay, and mine was running for mayor or throwing up on a live radio show. Okay. All right. So, Brad, how do people enter the contest? All right. If anybody's still listening <laughs> and you want to try to win something from the prize closet and you think you know which one of my stories was true, send an email to halfhourwasted at gmail.com. In the subject line, put Brad's confession and right. then tell me which one of those you think is real. You can do that for Frank and Bill also. So you send three well, separate emails if you have a guess for each of us. Brad's confession, Frank's confession, Bill's confession. Oh. Okay. Okay. And get some trades, some some cool trades. Yeah, I have um, some. You know, um, while I'm also selling things, I'm also giving, putting stuff in the prize closet to give yeah. away. We have we have a box full of trades mm-hmm. that um, that listeners have just given us in the past, and we always turn them around and meatballs. So, and some meatballs. They, you DVD. might get a meatballs DVD. Bill. If you the first person to win Bill's uh, to guess uh-huh. Bill's confession wins Bill's meatballs DVD. I hope to high heaven I've still got that. You know what? That, that's a good idea. Whoever gets mine, I'll send them a cool trade I have. Okay, yeah, we'll make it personal. Yeah, we'll personalize these things. All right. I hope you like Marvel Essentials. <laughs> My winner. What's that supposed to mean? Everybody's like, I don't want to find surprise. I'll find something cool. Oh, great. Black I'm not going to tell you what my surprise Black is. and white on newsprint. That's I like it. So okay, I'll find cool. something cooler. You're right. That is kind of lame. Okay. 
And I have a request, although doing it right now is probably not. Although maybe it is a good test. Maybe. Yes. No. I've um, really been struggling lately correct. with uh, wondering just how many people actually listen to this show. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we got a report a while back with a huge number. And I'm and, not sure it's accurate. Well, the way it was explained, that was people who have actually viewed the page and stuff like that. So yeah, it may not have been with, direct downloads. Well, some, what did they mean by requests? Because it was yeah. like requests for something or other. It's like, is that just clicking on the page that I that happens to be on? on the link that, that would like download it to your computer. Well, so I'm why does that count? Because I'm not really sure. Now that, they were saying my that point that it doesn't count. There's well, no way those numbers can be accurate. Well, they were saying that, that because if you, there, there's been multiple times where I've done that because I don't use iTunes. I just yeah. go to the page and download directly. Right, exactly, and that that's the way I get them too. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you can. Um, they're saying that uh, I think as Russell was saying that you know if you because you can also play it. You can stream it straight from the home page. Yeah. You, know, you don't have to actually download Sometimes the thing. Sometimes I do to that, too. And they're saying that uh, that's how Sasha, uh, excuse me, the professor, listened to uh, episode 131. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, the idea that uh, you can start it and stop it, you know, and start it and stop it and start it and stop it, and that counts as three downloads or three hits or whatever, <laughs> or three 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 customer points or whatever it is. See, see in that case, I, I've downloaded the show five times because I know I've if I'm listening to it at work. Yeah. Start it, walk away, do something, do it again, come back, do it again. That, that's too, Man, So anyway, that's... Brad, what's your idea? Okay, I thought, what if, uh, and I don't want, I'm not asking for this every episode, but, and maybe we shouldn't, that's what I'm saying, maybe I should have picked a different episode to do this. What if every person that listened to this episode just sent an email that said, I listened to this episode? That's really how many, cool. How many emails do you send a day? How many? Me? Uh, not that many. How long does it take to, to send an email, your average email? Yeah, and, and you don't even have to write anything in the subject or in, in, in the body. In the just body. put uh, Just in the subject, just put, I listened. Say, I enjoyed HHW 133 or whatever. Well, I have, I've, I've even got it simpler than that. Okay. Okay? The email address is episodes at halffirewasted.com. What? Are you going to set that up? Yeah. Okay. Just an email. Send an email to episodes at halfhourwasted.com. Okay. And all you have to do is put the number they of the put, episode yeah, in the subject. Yeah, put 133 in the subject line. And that's it. Send. Okay. That's How simple is that? Yeah. yeah now, you're still, you know, I mean, I, my guess is that our listeners uh, will do a better job than your average every day. Uh, but, you know, the idea that um, when you're doing some kind of, you know, mass marketing type stuff that uh um that what normally you know if you're just totally cold calling or just leaving flyers or whatever you may get returns from one out of a hundred of those you know so well the, the, you know, no matter how no matter how how good-hearted our listeners are not all of them are going to email in yeah and, and prove me wrong and i mean another thing is that you know some people pick and choose episodes yeah some people um you know I, I the the podcast I listen to yeah. I download sometimes I won't listen to it for two weeks three weeks well and I know I let them build up I know that I'll I'll cherry pick um you know I cherry pick CGS and and you know raging bullets and you know stuff like that um so yeah I get that and I cherry pick Legion of Dudes um I don't listen to every single podcast out there I just you know I wish I did I don't have the time to mm. screw me um that's the, that's the one thing I find bad about for me listening mm-hmm. to podcasts is especially in my line of work, I cannot listen and 
type at the yeah. same time. Yeah. I cannot write something and listen to a podcast. It just my brain cannot do both things. I cannot process that information and yeah, just trying to th- trying to write a script. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm with you. Yeah. Um, I and I I, uh, I almost never ever get the chance to. Um, uh, listen to a podcast while I'm, you know, working something like that. So yeah, I get you. Yeah, I mean, because you're lighting and stuff like that, and you got it. You you got yeah. it. I mean, in that situation, uh, you know, if I'm just literally wandering around looking for furniture, or you know, I'm I'm t- pushing a broom, or I'm setting a board up or something, yeah, then that's you know, that's one thing. If I'm, you know, if I'm plugging in, uh, you know, if I'm plugging an audio booth in or something like that, yeah, that's different. Um, but yeah, I, I totally get what you're saying. Okay. I mean, how difficult, seriously, do you think I'm asking too much? No. I, I don't think you're asking too much, Brad, but I think it's it's also a thing of just some people don't do it. Yeah. I know, you're, and you're, I realize that. You're not asking too much, but but again, you know, we need to you know make sure that we do not expect and, every and listener it's to research, do that. And it's cool. It's, it, um, and, it, uh, and we've seen in our numbers, too, especially with our old website, is we uh, there, there's a core group that downloads them the day it comes out. Yes. And then as the month goes on, those numbers slowly go higher and higher and higher to where we finally peak at, I'd say, about, at about six weeks. Six weeks, that episode will peak, and then it just doesn't go any higher. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you see that steady build, and then it just plateaus. And then, of course, people, you're always getting new listeners, and they'll come back, and you know, then they'll slowly get up. But it just, you yeah. see this doop, and then there it is. I think it would be interesting... If we did this for a few episodes, it's a cool a experiment, though, okay. and it's worth yeah, I'm, it's I'll worth asking. Yeah, I don't care if you listen to this six mm-hmm. months after it's six weeks after it's published. Okay, I don't care. Yeah. That will also it's another aspect is I can just how quickly are people listening? I realize that's not accurate because I might listen to this tomorrow, yeah, or today, and then forget to write an email because my kid did a face plan on the carpet that never happens you know? and then oh yeah three days from now i remember oh gosh i never sent that email that's fine i understand that but i just it's just an experiment i'd like to try just to see so, yeah. if we can get some kind of more accurate idea and i realize it's not going to be 100 percent accurate and you know what i want to compare what? these numbers to the numbers that we were talking about and you know what i, I would like to throw this out only if you're inclined to and you know what? We'll just send it. We won't. We we won't bash you or anything like that. But tell us what works in the show and what doesn't work in the show. How about that, Brad? If you have time in that email, just tell us. You, you know mean, what? I love it when you guys talk about this. I hate it when you guys talk about this. Kind of like a little focus group thing. You know, we won't hold it against you if you don't. You know, if if you think one of our bits don't work, great. You know, maybe, maybe that helps us. We need some feedback, and sometimes we struggle with that. You think that you think that's fair? I, I think that's. I don't see why we couldn't ask for that. Yeah. You know, um, it's not a requirement. It's not a requirement at all. But if you're so inclined, the only thing I I am requiring our listeners to do, you know, I'm going to make it a requirement. You have to well, to send us go. no homework. No? Okay. <laughs> Here's no. your homework list. We would appreciate we it. We would greatly. appreciate it if you would send an email to episodes plural episodes at halfhourwasted.com and just put the number of the episode in the subject. You don't have to put anything in the body. You can if you want, obviously, but you don't have to. But this way, I can kind of track how many people 
Yeah. You know, it's just it's just one more way for us to do a little market research to figure out if this is even worth continuing. This would be doing. very cheap market research for us. So thank you in advance. Mm-hmm. I, I think it'd be a neat experiment. I'd and, like to know. Okay, this is what, episode 132? I mean, should we throw the number out that we think we have? No. Okay, fair enough. I don't I don't want to. No, because we just did 131. 32, this is 33. 133. This is 133. Yeah. So let's say. Uh, why put a number on it? Fair enough. I was going to say, look, for the next X amount of episodes. Because yeah. we'll, we'll remember, we'll forget, whatever. Yeah. Um, and if we forget next episode to mention, hey, send us an email. Let us know you listened episodes at halfhourwasted.com. Yeah. Do it anyway, if you can remember this. Okay. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah. My Maybe guess we should is... put that in the boilerplate. Yeah. Okay. I mean, My... I, I think this would be a fun thing for us. And I'm, re- I'm just really curious to know well, really I'm, how many people listen I'm, to us. I'm curious, too. And while we do get those reports, it's it, – I, it, I just wish we knew that, that yeah. uh, 90 people for sure downloaded the show between 8 and 10. Uh, 40 people from 10 to 11. You know, I wish we had that kind of data, but mm-hmm. – Metadata, or maybe, or maybe I don't know how to how to read the data. I don't know. I'll just settle for okay. Oh, 100, 150 people listen to this episode. Yeah, I realize there will be more people that listen to it than actually take time to send an email. I would yes. say within the first week, that's what you're looking at. That that you want to see what that number is. Okay. With respect, it feels like we've been talking about this for forty five minutes. Now. Okay, let's listen to an audio <laughs> tweet. You got a tweet? Uh, yeah, I do have a tweet. I'm sorry, I was not that. That was not the the point of me doing that. Okay, then what what did you stop hmm? our flow for? Hmm? I just literally, I just, I yeah, just seemed like we've been talking Dead about horse? this for like for audio like tweet. Let's audio tweet. It. Go. Horse. Okay. Hmm? What? No, I think we made our point. Okay. And, you know, we're, we're audio we're, tweet. You know, look out, people. You know, at that point, don't want to put anybody to sleep. Episodes at halfhourwasted dot com. Putting it a boiler Thank right y'all in advance. Oh, okay, Appreciate you. All right. Give us an audio tweet. All right. Um, um, this you think is what you can have it ready to go instead of, you know, we'll hear it five minutes from now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, this is like every audio tweet is an ordeal to get to the. I'm waiting to hit the play button. Do you have me up? <laughs> you're you're hot. Right. Let's do it. Look out. There it is. Look at that. There we go. I really like this intro. I think it's awesome. You like the snare? Bill's audio twitter. The hi-hat, I mean. Yeah. All right. So I'm in the wretched gnome bar and grill. My buddy over here is arguing with me that Immanuel Kant's transcendental deduction does not avoid the fact or objectivity of time and cause, but does in its consideration of a possible logic of the a priori attempt to make the case of the fact of subjectivity, what constitutes subjectivity, and what relation holds with objectivity in the empirical. I tell him H.B. O'Quine in 1951 argued that the analytic synthetic distinction is illegitimate and that for all its a priori reasonableness, the boundary between analytic and synthetic statements simply has not been drawn and that there is such a distinction to be drawn at all is an unempirical dogma of empiricists. I told him to say hello to his mother for me. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Wow. I've always been impressed with your eloquence. 
and your your um your mastery of polysyllabic uh In- polysyllabic interlocution interlocution Thank you. yes i i've always been <laughs> introduced or uh impressed by the way you uh you can lift heavy things Thank that you. is like totally awesome to me i can lift pretty heavy things man yeah, i like that be surprised. that was a nice tweet Thank that you. was a nice Although tweet, I too. I have a feeling it was a little more than 140 characters. I'm pretty sure it was. But that's the beauty it's of the audio nice, tweet. It's nice thing about the audio tweet, so I don't have to worry about that. There is no character limit. Because there's, there's often, it's very, very usual for me to get to uh, 140 or 160 characters or whatever it is, and baby, I still got things to say. So, uh, <laughs> no. You know, really? This is, this is a better, that, no. This is a format that works for me. That's all I'm saying. What, what episode was it that you got promoted to full-time? Oh jeez! You don't. You mean you don't. Rem- you don't have it written on the inside of your eyelids. I don't have that metadata with me. Uh, That's probably the the most accurate number we have from those reports. Yeah. Is like the actual length of the show <laughs> coincides with when he was yes. when he was made. <laughs> yeah, but that's not my theorem. That's, that's something other people have foisted upon us. All right, me. Hey, let's let's wrap this up. Let's do it because I'm yeah. hungry. Yeah, hungry Jack. Hungry Gobble Jack. him down and a plate comes back. <laughs> oh, hungry Jack. Remember that? Okay, I gotta see if I can. Find I do that now. Right I gotta see if I can. Find okay, while well, Brad while well, Brad looks at that, I uh, just remember we we have this uh, we have this contest. Uh, tell us who was fibbing. Tell us which which of our stories was true. And if you do, you'll get a prize. Oh, both mine were true, Stein. Yeah. Oh, you messed up, Bill. Son of a gun. Oh, so be sure wow. to drop us an email. Brad, and what is it? Uh, what We didn't say what email address. Halfhourwasted at gmail.com? Hungry! Yeah. Hungry Jack! Want some biscuits before you go camping? Yeah, hope they're the big ones, Ma. <laughs> they're nothing but. These are Hungry Jack biscuits. Why, they bake up all no big, way. hot, flaky, and delicious. I tell you, they're big enough to fill up even a king-size appetite. More, Ma. That's my hungry jack. Bet you got one too. Hungry, hungry jack. They gobble them down, and the plate comes back full. Hungry jack. Oh man! So what I want to know is, how did she push that Paul Bunyan out of her reproductive organs? <laughs> you know, I guess later when he grew, he must have been a lot smaller at yeah. birth. You know, I, I had a, a friend who who commented, made a great observation on biscuits and gravy. He was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's water and flour, both in a solid and liquid form right there. Gross. <laughs> but it's, Gross. it's true when you think about it. Yeah, it yeah. is. It's amazing, though, how tasty biscuits and gravy are. Yeah. You know what be. I think I might do? What? You might biscuit and gravy it up yeah, at you, uh, yeah. Can I get them during the day? Oh, no. About the day. I mean, we know that uh, uh, Jack in the Box and Sonic will hook you up any time, day or night. But uh, we're well, talking biscuits and gravy. Right. I can have breakfast anytime I want at Dude, Sonic. That's what I'm, I'm talking sure there's about. a breakfast item with gravy at Sonic. You know, I, they do. Yeah, they. Well, here's I hope. I now I know a Whataburger. IHOP is really proud of their prices. Yeah. Really? I haven't been oh, to an IHOP yeah. in a while. You can't drive through an <laughs> IHOP either. But you got one too. Hungry. Hungry Jack. They gobble them down and the place comes back for Hungry Jack. Now, I like the, I like in buttermilk flavor. Ding. I like the banjo sting at the end. Nice. All right. All right. That email you were asking about was have our wasted, wasted at did gmail.com. Yeah. Right. Uh, thank and you for listening we, to a half hour the wasted. The subject matter was uh, confession. Bill's, Bill's confession. Oh, right. Frank's okay. confession. Okay. Brad's confession. Okay. Okay. Thank you for listening to a half hour wasted. And be sure to check out the Legion of Dudes podcast. It comes out every Thursday on this yeah, same feed. Why not? You got nothing better to do on Thursday besides watch all the new TV shows. Legion of Dudes is getting ready for their 50th episode. Check Woo! out their website for 
for phone numbers and times to call in. We did that years ago. Visit our website, halfhourwasted.com, to check out our blogs, forum, photos, and more. Send your questions and comments to halfhourwasted at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 972-798-3830. Help us with some market research and drop us an email at episodes at halfhourwasted.com with the episode number in the subject line. Visit our sponsor, dcbservice.com. And remember, till next week, I'm Frank. Me? Yes. He's pointing I'm at Bill. You. I'm Brad. Still. Hasn't changed any. And we'll see you next week. I don't know why you act so surprised every week when you at, find out that I'm Bill. At a half hour wasted. Bye. This is I